to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. All right, let's do it. It's men's season preview time. But before we get to that, once again, super excited to be coming to the Transy Labor Day Tournament. We're going to have everything we've got there. We're going to even be able to take future orders with some order forms for future t-shirts. All right? Very cool. Very exciting. Pick up some ball marks, some wristbands. I've got, we're going to have stickers. We have all kinds of stuff. We're going to have a few tumblers for people to buy. We're going to be able to hook you up with some D3 Golf Guys gear. More importantly, we're going to be around all weekend. We're going to be doing some interviews. We're going to be doing some post-round interviews. We're going to be on the range for the practice round. We're going to be at the tournament. You're going to see us behind some greens, behind some tees, capturing some video. We're going to be doing everything we can to continue to build this thing and keep bringing D3 Golf to the masses. So we hope you're just as excited as we are. All right, now let's jump in to the men's season preview. The biggest piece here around this preview is it's totally different than the women's preview. When we got the women's top 25, it made a lot of sense. The men's, mm, not so much. Here's the first example. Number 14 in the men's ranking is St. Thomas, Minnesota. They're not Division Three anymore. They're now in the, in, the, in the Summit League. So they're transitioning to a higher class of NCAA. So, all right, I, I've looked at the top 25. I think there's some good things in here, but I'm kind of going to go off script a little bit from the top 25. We'll use that as sort of a guide. But let's start talking about sort of the list of teams in here and where we think things stack up. So let's start with the list of 25. And let's look at our friends from Illinois Wesleyan. Back-to-back national championships. Great. They returned two players off that squad. Now, you listened to Coach Ott on our podcast. He's got some guys coming back that are going to be ready to play. And they'll have freshmen that are in there. But they lost three big horses for them. I just can't see them being ranked number one. Um, next up, Methodist. I think Methodist is always needs to be inside the top 10 just because the sheer volume of golfers that they can produce, right? But they lose two big players in Henry Anger and Zane Brownrig last year. All right, so they don't rebuild, they reload. So Methodist probably still needs to be in the top five, right? That's fine. Guilford. Guilford loses four seniors off of their squad from last year that made nationals. They can't be here. They they weren't that deep last year. They're going to be a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, and we love the guys at Guilford, but freshmen and sophomores don't usually end up in the front of the class till later in the year if, if they do at all. So just going through the top three, I'm kind of looking around going, all right, so this isn't really as indicative as I think it needs to be. So I started saying, all right, let's come up with what we think the top eight in no particular order should be based on somewhat of your finish last year, but more importantly, who's returning and kind of the trajectory of the program. Now, there's going to be some people that are going to be in and out of this. We're going to kind of go back and forth to a little bit of here, a little bit of there, but bear with us. So our top eight from a D3 golf guy's perspective in the beginning of the season, right? Which means we're not really including any freshman impact, which we know there will be. But 
looking at top finish from last year, lots of experience, and lots of people coming back. Here's our top eight in no particular order. Piedmont College. Look, Piedmont returns everybody but Ben Ballon. Now, Ben Ballon is a big loss, but the other four are really, really good players. They ended up winning the conference last year. They've gotten all the experience they need. They finished 13th at Nationals last year. Piedmont has got to be one of the top eight teams coming into this season. Next up, Huntington College. Huntington loses only Walker Hines from last year. They continue to drive a team approach. They finished fifth at Nationals last year, and the program just continues to turn. So Huntington's got to be in the top eight. Okay, another team to be looking at. Emory University. Emory returns all five guys from their team that made Nationals last year. right? And Emory finished sixth at Nationals. Big return of Max Schwartz, Logan Ryan, and Davis Hington. They should be a force to be reckoned with as we get into the early fall schedule. So be watching that very closely. All right, that's three of our top eight. As said earlier, Methodist has to be included in any top eight we're doing. They don't rebuild, they reload. So Methodist has got to be in there. They're still bringing back Andre Chi, Cooper Raybrack, Cameron Capuzzo. They're going to have plenty of people, and who knows, they're going to probably have some significant freshmen that are going to be in there as well. All right, next up, Denison. Denison had a really great finish to last year. We had Coach Lauren Grogan on the program, and they returned four players off of their team that went to Nationals last year, only losing Will Grady. But they're going to return two seniors in Mark Mitchell and Ben Sherman and two juniors in Sam Davis and Jesse Felker. And I heard from Coach Grogan that she was excited about the class coming in. I think Denison, when you look at the Midwest, who's going to kind of come out of that, I think Denison is my favorite right now. Okay. Also, going back east, but getting a little further, I think Washington and Lee is a really interesting team that I think has to be included in the top eight as we get into this. They finished third in the ODAC last year behind Guilford, but we just talked about Guilford maybe not being as strong. They return all five of their players from last year's third place finish in the ODAC. So I think keep your eye right there on Washington and Lee in the ODAC. They're going to be a team that's going to be really hard to beat. Also, in that East Coast Conference is going to be Christopher Newport. Christopher Newport was, you know, rock solid all last year. They returned four of their five guys from Nationals, only losing, you know, one player. They're going to bring back two sophomores and two juniors that have been at Nationals. So they finished eighth last year. That's pretty solid. I think Christopher Newport's there. Now, you know, It'll be interesting to watch some of the Pool B teams as we get closer to Nationals, but Christopher Newport's on my list. Okay, last on the top eight that I think you got to be watching very closely early on is University of Texas at Dallas. All right, Texas at Dallas finished second in the American Southwest Conference last year. They also returned all five from that team last year. So I know Mary Harden Baylor made it to the tournament from there last year, but University of Texas Dallas is going to be returning a lot. Mary Harden Baylor loses two off of that team. So that's where I'm kind of looking around going, all right, pay attention here. This is where I think 
the top eight teams really kind of sit for me when I look at, okay, based on preseason type uh, factors, which is how'd you finish last year, who you bring them back, and where do you sit? Now, a lot of people up there, but again, I'm going to talk about a couple other teams as we look. Uh, Carnegie Mellon. I think Carnegie Mellon's going to be really good, right? Like Jason Falker's coming back, Will Noth, our guy, Henry Scavone, all coming back, but they lose Ben Huber and Jason Lee. Jason Lee's a big loss. You know, do I think Carnegie will be there? Yes. Do I think that it might take them a month or two to get going? Probably. They're going to have to figure out who the, who's in the lineup. They really didn't have to worry too much about that last year. All right, going down the rest of the top 25, we get to Trinity, Texas. Trinity, Texas had a great year last year. Can they back it up? That's going to be something we're going to have to watch, especially in a very competitive uh, conference out in the SCAC. Uh, keep going. Greensboro shows up in the top 25 for here. Now, Greensboro's got a traditionally great program, but again, we didn't really see too much of them last year. So, kind of an unknown, interesting here. Wittenberg. Wittenberg returns three starters that went head-to-head with Denison last year. Coach Glaslow was on the podcast. Look for them to, to be a good team. In fact, we'll get a good view of them this weekend at Transy's tournament, right? Uh, I think that That'll be a really interesting battle all year long between Wittenberg and Denison. I think Denison's got a little more experience on their side, uh, but we'll keep that we'll keep that closely watched with Wittenberg and and Denison. Again, Redlands, right? Okay, California schools. We just didn't see a ton of them last year, and we just didn't know as much about where they were headed than anybody else. But we know Redlands has a very good program. We expect them to be good. They're in the top 15. Going down here, Averett. All right, really like the program at Averett. I, they're coming on strong. Again, it's about how many schools are in those conferences, right? When you have the USA South, you have the ODAC, those programs are thick with really good top-end teams. And so not everybody can win it. So when you look at Averett, that's they're a really good squad, but they've got Piedmont, they've got Huntingdon, and they've got Methodist. And I like and I honestly I like those three programs at this at this spot a little bit better than I like Averett. Now I hope those Averett guys are listening and this motivates you to play even harder and work and work and work. But hey, I'm in the job of kind of telling you as it is. So that's where I'm at. Going down the list further, Oglethorpe. You know, Oglethorpe's going to lose one of their top guys, but again, they had a lot of the same kind of guys mixing through. So are they going to be there? Same reason with Swanee, who's later on down the list. Swanee beat Oglethorpe in the SAA conference last year. Now, Swanee loses Basil Boyd, who's one of their rock-solid players from last year. Okay, Oglethorpe, Swanee, and then now our our guy, uh, one of my good friends, Tom Campbell, is taking over the Rhodes program in Memphis. So I'm looking at those three programs in the SAA going, all right, where are we at? Barry College is going to say, hey, we're, we're don't forget about us. So, you know, I think you start to look in here, you're starting to see like, all right, SAA teams, where are you at when it comes to here? The top one's probably going to be in this bottom half of the nationals, unless you get out there and start beating everybody in the big tournaments, which, which is more than possible. And we've seen them do it before. Uh, McMurray, you know, when we look at the, the list here, McMurray, you know, we loved our guys, Lane Roy and Brandon Lawrence, but they graduated. 
what's behind them. They struggled to get a third score early on in the season and really struggled to get a fourth score, which kept them out of nationals as a team. Well, with those two gone, I, I just don't know what's left in the cupboard. It'll be very important to watch early on in the season as what McMurray has. Uh, LaGrange College, new coach down at LaGrange. I don't know what to expect. We'll find out. Again, that's another thick conference where you've got to battle with some of the top teams in the country. Claremont Mud Scripts, back to our friends out in California. Again, who's going to be the top California team? Um, that'll be an interesting. Another interesting team here that's at 22 in the poll is Hampton Sydney. Hampton Sydney had a really good, sneaky good year last year, but again, they're in those conference out on the East Coast that there's only going to be so many people that can go from those conferences. You know, the other ones are there's a couple other Texas schools in Concordia and Mary Harden Baylor. You know, I think as you look at some of those things, we're going to go, all right, Mary Harden Baylor returns three. That's pretty good. It's going to be fun to watch as we get into the the rankings and, and how things kind of play out a little bit. When it comes to the top 25 that was put out for the golf week, I, I don't buy much of it. The D3 Golf Guys rankings, my top eight, once more, are Piedmont, Huntington, Emory, Methodist, Denison, Washington Lee, Christopher Newport, and University of Texas at Dallas. Um, there's a couple other teams that I, I thought about kind of putting in there. Um, you know, the Johnnies up in St. John's, Minnesota, they bring back four players, which I think is an interesting school. Uh, we, know, we know Gustavus is always going to be hanging around there. Nebraska Wesleyan won that conference last year and was was very tough, but I think you know they they lose some players. Uh, Webster, you know our, our guy Will Hawker is going to be back, um, but we don't really know how many of his guys are coming back with him, so that'll be kind of something to keep tabs on as well. Um, you know when we keep looking around, who else made nationals from last year? It's going to be all right. Well, who didn't? Um, you know, Transy is a school who. We've kept an eye on all the time because they've been pretty dominant in that horizon in that horizon conference. All right, well, where's Transy at? They had a little bit of an off year last year. Do they come roaring back to take over that program? At, you know, to conference again. You know, some other schools that were receiving votes. You know, where's our Wisconsin schools? Eau Claire, a traditional program that we have really been a fan of for years. You know, they're a Pool B team. There was no way they were getting in Pool B this year, this past year. All right. Well, it's going to be a little more even playing field this year. Uh, you know, uh, Center College, also in the SAA, they got a, they're going to have a really young team. Well, sometimes that's not a bad thing. Um, the other big factor here that I think is going to be really interesting is I think we're going to see some teams travel a little bit more. And that gets me very excited because we're going to get to see a lot of these teams at the NCAA preview down at the Mission Inn in mid-September. And we'll have a full report because we're going to be on the course with a lot of those teams and talk just about what that course and those scores and the teams are doing down there. So that's going to be very exciting as we kind of look to say, hey, I think we're going to get some people that haven't been able to travel as much, be able to have a little more travel time and, and dollars to do that, to really get into some of these tournaments where they can go head to head and a lot more of that cross-regional competition, which is what we really need in Division Three. Um, I think that's one of the things that we always get caught up on in Division Three is 
the guys in the South beat up the guys in the South and the guys in the Midwest beat up in the guys in the Midwest. And it's like, all right, we need to kind of figure out, we need a little bit more of that crossover to where the, the schools from one region get into the tournament with several of the schools of the other region and figure out, all right, does a team come from the North and come South and say, we just beat everybody, right? Illinois Wesleyan last year would be a good example of that. Now they didn't beat everybody, but they made a pretty good dent in things. All right. Well, that shows you, hey, they're legit. They show up, right? Uh, who comes north up into some of the other tournaments? You know, I know there's going to be some really good tournaments in Pittsburgh. All right. I know some of the southern teams are coming up to that tournament. That's going to be a really good chance for everybody out there to go, hey, we're in it and we kick these guys' butts. It, that's when we get into Pool C and we start talking about, all right, who is ranked who over what? And that's one of the reasons why. When we look at some of these early tournaments, they matter a lot, especially for the Northern schools. Now is your chance, Northern schools, to really show what you got and get south while you're in summer form because we know how tough it is in the spring to do that. Now, I talking to coaches like Coach Scott Moe, who was on the program, talking about trying to get down south for some of the early part of the spring, and I think that'll be a big, that'll be a big move for several of those schools to really get south Get some of that weather where they can really compete early on and show the committee just how good they really are as they stack up. Okay, so with that, that sort of sums up our season preview. Again, we gave you the the top eight teams and the D3 Golf Guys opinion here to start the season. We will update that as we go through golf stat ranking updates and golf coaches association updates which we believe in the next couple of weeks will be much better because we'll have some tournaments under our belt. But once again, super excited for this season. Cannot wait. We're going to try to drive as much new kinds of content as we are, as we can. Once again, we're going to have merch out with us live. We're going to start working on some ways for you to pick up that merch anytime you want, whenever, wherever you are. So pay attention to Twitter, pay attention to our website, uh, we're working on some new stuff as we continue down this path. We are going to be trying to capture more video while we're out there. Again, we're looking for some people to help us out. So if you're a aspiring videographer or somebody who is excited about coming to Division Three golf tournaments that listens to this thing, hit us up. We'd love pictures. We love videos. Whatever you got, uh, please participate with us. We would love for your participation. Again. Super excited. Can't wait to see everybody at Transy come by. We're going to be there all day during the practice round. Come by, hang out, talk, check out some stuff. Try out our pinned golf range finders. I'll have some free stuff there for you as well. So come on by. Can't wait to see everybody. And good luck to everybody this year. Let's have a great full season. Until then, hit them straight. Cheers.